Welcome, welcome, welcome guys. We are the Off-White Boys and we bring you the Off-White Pods and you already know it is. It's David, the hardest host, darker than most. And with me as always for our first pod in 2023, it's the most gas guy who never tells lies. It's Vic, what are you saying bro? I'm doing brilliant bro, I'm doing brilliant. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Loving the new little setup for this pod at the moment. Uh, guys, One and only. Exactly. <laughs> this is a one of one. It won't be like this again I imagine unless, you know, who knows. You never say never. But, <laughs> it's um, a one of one. <laughs> yeah, obviously we're recording this on New Year's Day. So we had a bit of a uh, shindig yesterday. We enjoyed that. Um, yeah, uh, you enjoy yourself, yeah? Yeah, Lovely, lovely, little hosted by the hairs, so shout out to my sisters for sorting that out. Yeah, shout uh, out to them. Obviously, happy new year to everyone listening as well. Thank you for sticking with us. It was a great year for us. Great. Our wrapped on Spotify and, and was good. We got a lot of downloads uh, and stuff like that. I can't remember the specifics if you do, Dave. Uh, no, no, I can't, but it's sensational, guys. You guys keep, yeah, keep you, listening. You're killing it. We're in the thousands of downloads now, so yeah, we appreciate on. it, guys. We really do, because... This is just like our hobby, so yeah. you listening is big for us. But yeah, I um, will say there's some a big a big plan coming soon. Hopefully, actually, I guess uh, friends should be able to sort that out. But we won't talk too much about that right now. But we've got things going on in the background, so it should be fun. Uh, but yeah, given all that information, guys, uh, I wouldn't even call him a guest anymore. I'd say a regular appearance. Yeah. This, this might be the uh, fourth, fifth time he's come on on the pod, uh, and uh, you know. It's my brother, the chatty mouth from Manny. Um, he comes in, <laughs> so uh, welcome to the pod again. So what are you saying? Yeah, so bro, you good? Oh, he, he wanted the walking boys. So I'll be walking. <laughs> oh, How are we all doing? You all right? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah. You recovered from yesterday? Every so slightly. Every so slightly, mate. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. Ready to tackle the year. Exactly. How's everybody feeling about the new year then? Yes, I'm feeling good, mate, to be honest. I want to, it's going to be a productive year for me, but, mm-hmm. uh, boys, I can't lie. Um, and I think that sentiment runs through across our friendship group. So 100%. it's a year, we're going to go grab it by the, by the bull by the horns. That's so, it. There exactly. We go. Anyone who knows me is in my inner circle will know I've referred to 2023 as a year of the grind. By yeah. that, I don't even mean uh, work-wise. I think it's emotionally for me, even hobby-wise. Like, it's just... As anyone who knows me, the last year I've enjoyed myself. I think it's fair to say. Like, I've been about. And it's just one of them this year is now, obviously, I've turned 27. You, you hit a certain age and you, you, your priorities need to change. So, right now, I'm on things at the moment. Hopefully, by the end of Q2, I'm talking July, my life might not even be recognisable. So, that's where I want to be. I want all my boys to be with me. I want elevation across the board and I think that's what I'm on at the moment not to even get too deep guys but yeah it's just drinking partying all that kind of stuff like don't get me wrong it's all moderation but it's not a priority for me anymore I, last year I used to oh, last year I literally used to plan motives months in advance once in the <laughs> now I don't want to see no one <laughs> if you're not on the grind with me at the moment but that's me what, what are you man saying Tom what, what have you on um, you're a bit bigger than us so you might have a different mindset still no no it's funny that that my mindset is kind of like that now mm-hmm. I think 18 months in Manny sorting out different job routes and everything that's gone on finding like a good career that I mean I feel settled in that mm-hmm. I'm Excellent. like kind of wanting to ease off the party and save some money I want to have money to go on holiday potentially interrail and all this other stuff mm-hmm. that I want I'd rather be doing so mm-hmm. it's loads of goals of just fitness 
health, um, balancing your time, but also like putting a lot of grind into side hustles, mm-hmm. things that could make me extra money from the little little stuff, you know, like doing your skills. Um, what, just, kind of, what kind of things do you have planned? Um, one thing I will share that I haven't got fully planned, but it will I will be creating an app at some Ooh, point. Geez. The goal, goal for the year isn't to create the app. The goal for the year is to have a specification and an idea and maybe it'll be four or five ideas mm-hmm. and I'm working it from there. But by the time I'm like 27, 28 or something like that, I do want to have like an app that's on like the Apple Store and um, Android. Um, what that'll be, we'll see. But I need a whiteboard first and we'll <laughs> go from there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of me. Healthy, active lifestyle, as people always say, but it is going to be a different level of focus to it, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about actually, <clears throat> I think every year you can have things you want to achieve. It's about are you willing to do the work towards it? And that's where the things have changed for me this year. I feel like, similar to you, Tom, in a sense mm. of like, I'm in, like a, it's taken me a while to get into the position I want to be in for my career and mm. I'm there now. So now it's about just levelling up on that and then, just being more of a doer, to be honest. I don't want to talk less, do more, and it. That's that's me for twenty twenty. Yeah, it's enough talking yeah, that no, BS. I, mate, I completely one hundred percent resonate with that point. Where it's just like, as I was saying to you, I, I think like I said to you in like January, in June, like now I need to get on the grind. I need to get on the grind. It's time for me to grind, and then just nothing changed. So that's why I was like, no, twenty twenty three. That I'm like, I'm you're not. Seven months won't even see me again. Like, that's what I'm saying. So but we lost a lot yeah. of motive due to COVID. Yeah, you got to deep it, Dave. We were what, we lost our like prime being able to afford doing cool motives when we're young in our twenties. Yeah. So we had to wake up for it this year. Yeah, and exactly. We did, we it did, did bro. It Especially did. you, felt like you. That's very true. Maybe that's where it's all come from. No, that's where I haven't been too hard on myself because, as I said, it was our prime summer. Like, just graduated. And, you know, yeah, we've all started peak. coming, you know, making money, you know, obviously it's hopefully relatively that's pennies, you know, where we're going to end up. But it's still one of those things where you do miss out on it. COVID just messed up everything. But yeah, you know, that, that side of me is done. Like, don't get me wrong, if it's the right people, the right motive and stuff, I'm still on it. But it's just like, I'm not going to be hanging anymore. Like, I've, I've, I've literally looked at my time differently now, where it's even like today, like, I've allowed myself to have Christmas off. I'm not thinking mm. not too much. I'm still doing a little edits here and there. It's calm, but I want to be able to, every weekend, either that list I sent you boys have done something that's productive towards that. Mm. And that's what I said to people that I've messaged it to. Like, it's not a tick, 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 tick by the end of 2023. It's just something that I know that if I have free time, I have a day, okay, what am I doing today? I might watch football, but I might spend two hours reading. I might spend two hours editing. I might spend two hours thinking about what, how we can improve the pod or how can I even support my boys in whatever they've got on their list. Like, it's just one of those things where it's just constant motivation of not just sitting there and just letting hours fly by. Yeah, because exactly. If, mm. I, if I, my issue was, if I wasn't on a motive, I'm doing nothing. So, like, it wasn't even a, give a work out and play out for me. It was just work, play, and then chill. So now I want it to be work, 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 and then the occasional play sprinkles on top. But, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you someone who's not playing too much right now is um, the GOAT, in my opinion. People can say what you want. <laughs> this guy is, you know, I wish he was my boy. I wish we could have him on the pod one day. We never know. Uh, guys, I'm just bouncing. I don't love him that much, but I do respect what he's doing. Uh, is Mr. Andrew Tate. Uh, Mr. The Tate's brothers have been, you know, arrested. Um, it's one of those things where 
depending on how you felt about his um, career, his stories, what he's doing on social media. Some people literally don't care, some people are good, some people are very happy as a way, but we're just going to discuss that quickly on the pod as uh, top Jews ourselves, so uh, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. So what are you saying, Tom? What, what, what's your initial thoughts? Um, my initial thought behind it was it actually was a PR thing. Mm-hmm. That was my initial really? thought, I saw it, yeah, genuinely. So PR from him? PR from him. Interesting. Because when I looked into it a little bit more, um, apparently it wasn't for sex traffic- trafficking. Apparently it's for money laundering. Mm. And apparently, this is what the story is that I've heard basically. There was Tristan Tate was getting with some girl that's from America, brought her over to Romania to like party and do whatever it was. This girl then had a boyfriend. And then when her boyfriend called. This was the last time they got arrested, bro. Wait, what? So like, they got arrested before. Yeah. For similar things, trafficking, and like he, he so Tristan oh, got someone last over. Time? Yeah, so Tristan got oh, someone over. We, we explained it. So Tristan yeah, got someone yeah. over, and her boyfriend seen it on a story. Got yeah, mad yeah, and said yeah. that he's kidnapped her, <laughs> and then they got arrested. They were released the next day. Oh. But this time, what the allegations are uh, is that. So apparently, I, I don't know. They still run this business. I knew they ran this business before, but they had, I think, six to eight girls who did like coming or uh, webcamming or yeah. OnlyFans or something um, or both and they apparently that they are using them um, forcibly to make their content and then obviously taking profit from that so it's like human trafficking sex trafficking whatever you mm. want to call it so that's what's been alleged but the fact that there's a lot of like uh, umming and ahhing and um, we don't know exactly what it is I don't know if the Romanian police have said anything yet if they have that's what the charges are Yeah. but for me Sorry, I'm just going to drop my opinion in there. For me, it's just a bit convenient with what has been happening with him recently in terms of, you know, he got banned on social media, uh, every single platform essentially, except mm-hmm. for Rumble, who he's been, you know, uploading a lot of content, live streaming and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, whether, you know, whether or not your opinion is on him, it's all allegations. If he's proven guilty, then he's proven guilty. Even then, you know, mm-hmm. who knows. But... You know he's not done. He's he's not done anything wrong in my opinion. I think you know there's people who are upset that he's influencing you know certain categories of people in society <coughs> to think mm-hmm. or be or, you know to just think about things in a different way that doesn't appease you know what people want, whether it's whether they think that's a good thing or a bad thing. So it's it's all a bit sus to me. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one. To see what happens. I believe Tristan's been released the day after. I believe that thirty uh, Andrew's serving thirty days, been reprimanded for thirty days. So we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure they will have been up to find yeah. some good lawyers. So mm. we will see. But that's that's all I've really got to say. On it. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully, good prevails at the end. Whatever yeah. that means. Yourself, Tom. I mean, there's not a massive like opinion for me to have on it. Then, if it is literally that's what they're accused of, it's mm. like if they've done that and it's forcible, then yeah, you screwed it. Mm. And if it's not, and as Vic said, like it's convenient. And I think it could be convenient as well because he did get cancelled, but now you can see his presence slowly coming back on social media, like having the Twitter. He pops up on my YouTube algorithm a lot with podcasts and stuff now. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though it's not him and his own channel, so maybe that's why they know his influence is coming back. Mm. Um, But yeah, if he's done that, then yeah, that's a no-brainer. You go down, but... Do I think he will? Uh, I think it's just kind of like a thing that they might just be trying to teach him a lesson in a way. We'll see, but I, if I had to guess, he doesn't do any jail time, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, it's like it's Romania, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in a bad way, but... 
for me, I feel like um, everything he said so far, if you were to listen to what he said, is like, if, you're, if you want to, you know, just in, believe what he's saying is true, firstly, let's just uh, entertain that idea. So he's saying, basically, he got his status up, as uh, Vic said, as a very influential speaker, he's been a free thought, some of his uh, rhetoric isn't, quote-unquote, on point with maybe whatever the... You know, the Matrix wants people to think of the, <laughs> the mainstream media. Yeah, the yeah. mainstream media. So he then said there's going to be a point where they're going to come from eventually and be like, look, that I've been offered, he's he said it before, I've been offered so many things to have a certain opinion, say certain things, he said no. And he's clearly shown that he's he is a free thinker. And anyone who knows anything about the way the world works, that is the legit, that is the legit fact. If you don't believe that at this stage, then well, you're just living under a rock. Like there is people that are trying to push agendas through mainstream media. So if he's going against it, and for me personally, the reason why I maybe question it or maybe actually think, hmm, interesting, was throughout his full time, the only coverage he's ever got on the BBC. And I know this is fact because mum watched the BBC daily. Was when he got cancelled, they talked about his accounts getting frozen, blah blah blah. And when he's been arrested, and when every time they've done that, they've been made it very clear what their opinion of his content is misogynistic, um, can be very, very polarizing for young boys. This is that, so they're pushing everything of their opinion or whatever they trying to whatever angle they're trying to prevail um not prevail um show him as basically throughout the media to be a villain basically so it's one of those things where i look at it and i just think it is interesting because everything he said that was going to happen to himself has happened he said they're going to try and cancel me they said that oh they might come for me at one point and then they're going to make me out to be um, a villain they're going to come out with some BS charges blah 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 so for me I'm, I'm happy to just let things play out uh, I'm bouncing by the way guys I have no actual uh, real opinion about Andrew Tate like I'm not fussed my life will continue but it's one of those where it's just like it is interesting just to see where I think this is where a very interesting time in society where I feel like Especially post-Covid, again, we'll speak, got, we'll speak too much about that because me and Vic got banned from one video we put out about speaking too much on that. But post-Covid, a lot of people are starting to question things which might not have been questioned before. And I think when it comes to free speech and that kind of stuff, there is some stuff that is valued and some stuff where people are getting suppressed. So there's, there's, there's plenty of stuff that we mm. can go on to, but I don't... I just want to... I just want to... I've got three points, quick punchy points. Number one, Covid. We said what we thought. And then six, eight months down the line, Pfizer came out and said the same thing. So I want that video back on YouTube, pricks. <laughs> Number two, Andrew Tate as a person, every person comes on this earth, you do what you want to do, fine, brilliant. Right now in society, what he's representing, when you take away the bullshit to get to a uh, massive social media influencer, where he's talking about misogyny and stuff, be able to take a joke, please. But the point is what he represents for someone who is from the age of 16 to 23 trying to find out how you can change your own life and not you know work until they have a pension and then that's the, you're dead mm -hmm. he what, what what he represents for those people is more than who he is as an actual living body and human being mm -hmm. so that's why it matters and it should matter to people mm -hmm. uh and number three um i can't really remember right now but also <laughs> free tip <laughs> <laughs> oh, mad. 
I hear that, I hear that. But uh, people that, should not be afraid to speak their opinions. I'm done with fucking being a yeah. bitch, man. Yeah, anyway, I hear that, I hear that. And I think that uh, nicely brings us on to the actual topic of this. The real bitch, yeah. <laughs> where it comes to people trying to escape, you know, what they deem is an unsafe or a you know uh, not a toxic environment and that brings us on to the harry and meg documentary i feel like uh, i've got two episodes left to watch but um you're guessing all that earlier and you haven't even finished it no i haven't finished it <laughs> but i feel like i've got one i'm gonna get from it i'm no, just like haven't. i'm just uh, like uh, now i'm not feeling it but uh, <laughs> have you the last episode of meg no nah, i haven't even actually watched it i haven't watched it my <laughs> God. But we can, I've seen the clips. No one in here I've watched seen, it. I've seen, than me and I've seen Piers Morgan that. talk about it and stuff. Oh, so you've seen Piers Morgan. So, you know, I've got my opinion locked. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Vicky, kick us off. Mr. Yeah. I've watched all six episodes, so I have, you I have, have the most valid opinion. Nah, that was a joke, obviously. by the way. But yeah. you, you do get the gist. But I think yeah. the last episode are good in just kind of rounding it off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my thoughts on it are that um, if I was Harry and my brother did that to me, I what would, did his brother do for the podcast listeners? Um, yeah, so it's it's alleged in the the the, the um, series, but if you're not three and a half years old, it's a fact for you. Um, his brother basically threw him under the bus because uh, Harry and Meghan were basically getting the attention, like Harry's been doing his whole life, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanted to be friends with someone, obviously we all know everyone's going to say Harry, uh, just because he's yeah. a regular, normal person. I understand uh, William's position because he's got to be, he's going to be the king and everything, fine, mm-hmm. cool. But um, yeah, from the documentary, um, it was alleged that he kind of threw him under the bus with the media, the they used to be under one congregation in terms of PR and all that stuff in uh, Kensington Palace, and then they had to break away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry and Meghan, as we know, of you know they've, they've vacated the titles and they've moved to America now and things like that. So essentially, you kind of just get in a documentary that is explaining uh, Harry and Meghan's side of the story, uh, which we're obviously going to go into a little bit of discussion of. So get ready for the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think that uh, William threw uh, Harry under the bus. Um, with the media uh, and was uh, allowing certain stories to come out mm-hmm. um, which were quite uh, deprecating to someone's um, kind of uh, character and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and they basically just said that Megan could go along with that um, there's some racist tones in there as well which um, you know people might or might not agree with mm-hmm. um, watch yourself if that's one of you um, but yeah it's it was overall my thoughts were that I feel really sorry for Harry because I can imagine how he would have the drawbacks with his situation and then his his mum's situation in terms of vilified by the media, the family that you once belonged to uh, are allowing that and, and, and encouraging that to happen. Uh, that's just not something that should ever happen in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, death threats and things like that are coming in. Um, it's very dangerous. And I just think that Harry and Meghan did the right thing to get out there. Whether, the only thing, whether or not I believe Meghan fully, uh, I suppose we can get into that later on. But yeah, that's my initial thoughts on, on, on what I've seen. What about you guys? I think they did the right thing in getting away from it. Like, if you're not happy with the potential of racist undertones, which probably is true, mm. um, and you were a bit sceptical about safety and everything like that, I think it's definitely good to have moved about it. My main gripe comes with how they've done it in a way, but we can get to that when we get to Megan and stuff like that. But <clears throat> I think what they've done is just best for the family. If that's what it is, and they're going to make a lot of money from it as well. So I don't really see a massive downside from their perspective, what they've done. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to take this, 
monetize it, we'll be good, we'll get to America, probably have a better um, life. Well, maybe a more media-friendly life in America. Cause now, I would say a better life in general. Like, it, being a royal yeah, sucks, man. Like, exactly. The whole thing having to do royal duties and all that. My one thing I do feel bad for is that I think it's just a shame for any person of any sex to be able to go to a person and then take that person away from their family. Mm. I think that's a bit of a sad thing. Um, regardless of what the outcome is or what's happened because say you hadn't met Megan, you'd still be friends with your brother, you'd still be part of the family and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. is it that you've sacrificed your whole family for a woman or is this like just something that was going to happen eventually and it's just come to light? So mm, that's a really good point. Um, that's kind of where I sit on it. I don't think there's, it's like, it's a, definitely a great area mm. in my opinion. No, I completely agree with everything you both said. Um, my my take home from everything, I'm not going to just talk about the documentary because obviously it's more, the story's bigger than that. But yeah. I think um, I think everything that's happened is, I think it's fair to say that they were unhappy, they didn't feel safe, uh, they were unfairly treated by the media. I don't think anyone would argue about that. Even if you don't think it's racist undertones, which is probably stupid because it's so clear it is race-driven. But if you don't think that, you still have to... The headlines are there, the stories are there. Like, there's comparisons, tr- treatments between Kate mm. and Meghan. So it's, it's, it's plain to see, regardless of whatever the uh, motive was, there was some unfair treatment for them. So I think, as you said, at this point, everyone, everyone it's very easy to trivialise it as the royal family, this is that. But this is people's lives, this is someone's family, this is someone's day in, day out, and if you're unhappy, and you've been unhappy like Harry has been his whole life, obviously he's had his mum that has passed away, um, uh, Sandy passed away, the motives, the reason oh, behind that, yeah, uh, it's so reason, obvious, yeah, the reason behind that is still unclear, he probably knows the, what's really happened or whatever, so it's one of those things where everything for Harry, I really do empathise uh, with him, like, even in the even in the uh, documentary, which I thought was actually quite good, I didn't know how much he was just on, just chilling. Like he was going to Africa, like he he looked like he was just living, like doing what he could to live yeah. a he's calm the, life. He's one of the only royals that was able to take accountability for something they did wrong, but then not only do that, but then work tirelessly for the rest of his life up until now to make sure that things that he was like wrongdoing he did came to the forefront by doing good work mm-hmm. I think that in general if you live life like by that that's a really good way to live yeah, you, you're not going to be a perfect human being and the media are going to vilify the royals for making mistakes mm-hmm. you wore an Nazi costume to a party that is hilarious in my opinion mm-hmm. I would probably not do the same now but I could have seen myself at 18 doing something like that because yeah. it's funny if it's not funny to you then sorry mm-hmm. get out of sense of humour but he, he made up for it, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. By doing, not that he had anything to make up for, but as in, he was like, okay, let me look into what I can do to make things like this right. Um, and, you know, he, he's, he's done that. But I think if we, so we, that's kind of our thoughts on like, the documentary. Anything got anything more about just the documentary itself? Other than the fact that they're making a hell of money. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you get kicked out of your main family, which is your source of income, one time you have to do it's that. It's like 200 M's on the face. 200? Like, like, nah, I'm pretty sure it's like triple flight. Yeah, so Dave Chappelle got paid 60 million for yeah. doing what, free stand-ups. How are they not going to get for paid like, twice as much or something? I, I just, I genuinely think the documentary, as I said uh, previous in our previous a bit off the pod beforehand, 
I personally think Megan doesn't come out well, innit? Like, mm. I was a big, and you can go back on the old pods, I was a big yeah, you Meg, Meg stand. Because we did speak about this, so if you want to watch that one as well, go, yeah, watch go it. back in that. The, it's called that. The April Oprah interview, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> cheeky plug. Uh, but it's just one of them where now it's just getting to the point where I hear what she's saying, but I also think, like, that's their story, so they have to, nothing else has changed. So mm. I understand, like, obviously, when it comes to the podcast, I'll say it a bit less emotionally. I do understand that this is their story so they have to repeat stuff that they've said in the past but I also feel like it's getting to the point for me as someone who really liked Meg and really understood like the pain she might go through based on racist attacks and racist prejudices Mm. and treatment and discrimination I do empathise with her but then it's getting to the point where it's just like how many times are going to get a wire in that? How many times are you going to tell me that? Absolutely. The institution... I did feel like you, that. Yeah, the, the institution you've married into, as I said before, is had a empire based on invasions, based on slavery, based on some horrendous acts towards people of all different backgrounds across the country that is now known as the Commonwealth. And then you go and then decide to knowingly step into this, regardless if you knew of the full history before, that is then still on you to do your research. If you didn't do your research, that's you then being naive. Again, I'm not going to let you off for being naive when you're making a decision to pick a partner that you want to spend the rest of your life in. So let's just say all those things are true. You, she had no clue. At what point are you going to take accountability? Just exactly. if she said, honestly, on the, part, on the uh, documentary, if she said, at the beginning, I was clueless, this, 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 that. Do you know what? If I really knew this, like, I would potentially double think of uh, how we would try to manoeuvre. Maybe mm. straight away I would have said mm. to Harry, I think, oh, she, I I think yeah, her entitlement to be treated right yeah. is the thing that would trigger people because, mm. and this is where I can actually see where you two are coming from in a sense that you two are black, right? Mm-hmm. So you two understand discrimination and racism because you've lived through it. Mm-hmm. And I think what might, I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't disappointing. It was a bit surprising that the fact that she was coming from this racist point of view but only from a point as a, from a millionaire because it's from what it sounds like from what she said she didn't have much racism experience when she was younger mm-hmm. she probably lived in like a probably nicer area of California or LA wherever it was so it's a bit like oh well then how are you that maybe you're not as relatable as I thought but you do you were. know why do you she, know what I mean sorry do you know why she probably didn't get that racism growing up anyway because when you look at her mm-hmm. I didn't even know she was mixed when I look at her because mm-hmm. racism isn't like I know mixed race people that look way black than mixed race and they'll probably get the same amount of racism I would mm-hmm. but if you just walk past Meghan Markle on the street when she was young she's probably even lighter skinned when she was young so that's why I think she didn't experience a lot when she was young and even now I think it's a shame that mm. she got it just because when you look at her she doesn't look mixed race to me mm-hmm. so from, from my opinion of the royals that means like you guys care so much about bloodline as in mm. you're like no, no, we know for a fact black is in her blood, mm-hmm. so we don't really we don't really care like that. Mm. My one gripe with Megan is because I feel bad for her, but my one gripe with her is, as I said to you, boys, you can't go to a place and be surprised by it. That's what annoyed me. Yeah. It's like if I start dating a girl and she's white, and her dad says something fugazi to me at the family dinner, mm. I'm already gonna know like, all right, calm. I know what time it is then mm. with the family. I've had warnings from people about grandparents and all this other stuff. I'm not going to even get married and be there, be like, oh, why is everybody saying all this stuff mm. now? If you're going to go to a, 
institution, as Dave mentioned, that's known, not, I won't say known for racism, but has a racist history. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised if that's what's happened. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that's I think for me anyway. That's how, how I was big for the way I interpret it. That's the thing that was annoying me. If it was, if if it even if it was just a, a nuanced change of a wording of I didn't know it was this bad, mm-hmm. or I didn't know yeah, it was going to be exactly active. Like this was years ago. This is in their history. They, yeah. they've, they've, there's been reform. Um, Elizabeth has done so much to, in since. Uh, the abolo- the uh, abolo- uh, abolition of the uh, uh, empire. So when I thought, I thought it was changing. I think she. Will, I, I think she kind of almost did say that. I would have been like, okay, but there was there was certain there was certain maybe it's because it's just the clippable moments. There's certain moments mm. where I was just there like, bro, like why are you acting? I don't know. So I don't like, know. I feel like you two got an impression that she would talk about that stuff a lot. I don't think this is my pro. This is my thing. This is. Cause it, they didn't have a problem as much as people think than a race. I think Netflix knew that that would be a hot topic to, to upsell yeah. the, the documentary. Mm. What I think the real issue was, and this is the draws, drawbacks to uh, Diana, was that they had a young woman who was p- more in her power as a woman mm-hmm. than the majority of women, for whatever reason. It's not yeah. for me to comment on. And she, from a very young age, was highly successful in whatever she did from school days. I from, that. I and you respect to that, yeah, right? Yeah. So you understand that she's like, I'm not, I'm too white for the black people. Uh, I'm too white for the black people. I'm too black for the white people. So I'm in the middle. And as an Indian person in the UK who was raised in this area, literally living in the area I was raised in, mm. there isn't many people who are not white here, right? Yeah. So I was too coconut for the Indians and I was too brown for the white people, right? Mm. So I resonated with the fact that she was like, I had to find belonging in what I can achieve and who I am as a person rather than what I represent. Mm. And that makes you stronger. And that's why I rate Megan a lot. Like, I think she's really cool. And then to be, she smashed all that degree and all that, do all that charity work. And then she becomes an actor. She's goated in my opinion. Mm. And then what happened was she went into the royal family where they were like, monkey say, monkey do. Mm. You don't have a choice. You don't have an opinion. You don't even get to choose the charities that you work with. Mm. She's like, hang on a minute. So all my life's work outside of being an actress, right? So she smashed being an actress. She's been one of the biggest shows in America. And then she's doing all this charity work. Before she even knew Harry was even interested in her, she was smashing all this stuff. And then she's coming to this family and told, you're going to do exactly what we say because it's the way we want to do it. Ha ha. And guess what? We were colonizers. And you're going to be sat there going, yeah, this don't feel right, man. And I'm getting told what to do. And then she started wearing different colours because she didn't want to stand out because the media vilified her. The media absolutely berated her mm. to a point where she was suicidal. Whether you believe that or not, I can because it's hap- it happens in all factions. Look what happened to Raheem Sterling in the media. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then it, they change it because they know the rhetoric of people in society because of social media like, no, we like Raheem now. Yeah, yeah. So now yeah, they now they won't even criticize his performance when he's fucking it. shit at it's playing football, it, yeah. and now they're doing it flip flop it because it makes them money either way. And that's what we need to remember here: mm-hmm. the 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 people of the, the actual bastards in this situation are the media because they're the ones who are profiting off whichever stuff. Because <laughs> you got people. So just to finish off on Megan, so wait, I think so she's top can I just ask you a question before finishing off? So yeah. if you think if you were to take obviously this is a it's probably a ridiculous. Um, uh, hypothetical, but do you think if you were to take away the media aspect, do you think Megan would have stayed in the family given everything that was happened behind closed doors? So you take away all the media stuff, like the actual, do you think she was comfortable with the actual, just the family history, everything with that, just on, on, its, on a standalone? I know essentially they left because of the media, but I mean... Mm. Potentially, you... I, think, I, think, I think Harry and her would have liked to think that, but I think what happened was... 
things started changing after um, they started doing a lot of things in the public and then Harry and Meghan started getting a lot of uh, popularity in the UK. And then that's when you're kind of seeing things going a bit wrong because I think that's where William and Kate were like, well, I don't like all the attention they're getting. We didn't get this much love, much like how Charles did to Diana. Mm -hmm. um, so then I think things started changing then and then they kind of started cutting ties off. I think the Queen's been giving over responsibility for the last like decade or decade or so. She's like, you know what, Charles? Yeah, you're close. Yeah, you're doing up dances with like young ethnic kids from like East London. Like you mm. should take over more responsibility. You're kind of taking on the baton now. And then William and Kate, it's just, it all got a bit weird. And then he went to see the Queen. She said, yeah, like I want to see you. And then she was told Dr. E not allowed to see him. They broke away from their kind of, uh, I can't remember what it is, but they have like a, a representative house in Kensington Palace who controls the media. That got split off. So they were literally, Harry and Meghan were getting cut off before they decided to leave. No one wants to talk about that though. Because no, it's a very easy sell in the media. It's true. It's, that, 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 these are all my interpretations of it because I'm not looking either side. But the only qualm I've got, and this is nothing to do with actually directly anything that happened or anything that was said, but in the back of my mind, I was like, Meghan's an actress. Mm. Like she like is this real or not? Yeah. Like yeah, in terms yeah. of like she might go well. I want a Netflix show and it's for one hundred and fifty million or whatever mm -hmm. it is. So I'm gonna like you know what I mean put the waterworks on a little bit. Yeah, which yeah. I'm not mad at. I just like it just got me thinking a bit. But yeah, they're my overall thoughts on it. I just think it's very easy to be and the, to, the, the, then it's, it's, a lot of people don't want to admit. Like Piers Morgan doesn't want to admit that the the Daily Mail is racist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Daily Mail is racist, and yeah, they're right. the ones who went going. Oh, they're the ones who were saying Meghan, look at her touching her, uh, her baby bump. Go and ask any mother who's yeah, ever yeah, been alive yeah, ever in the history of the world. Are you touching your baby bump every three or four minutes? Because yeah. it's like you get a pain, you get a kick, you need to move, you need yeah. to adjust. And then when Kate does it, it's like oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then the avocado thing. Yeah, what's I mean, that, what's that, how's that a story? Hunting. People are dying out here, and you're no, talking about. I agree, madness. and I think the one point where I've, I have, I have, started to appreciate is the fact that obviously, as a family, like as peak as it is, if you're gonna have, if you've got William and Kate, that's gonna be, you know, the successors to the mm -hmm. throne. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't have the younger brother being oh, the, the sweetheart yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure, on pure genuinity yeah, you know on I mean? pure you yeah. being you on the experience you've taken exactly. yeah. this guy served two tours in Afghanistan what did William do fly a plane yeah. Yeah, cool man nice. this guy killed terrorists bro yeah, essentially it's, 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 it is interesting the only thing as you said that I that quite, I question is mm. one the the actress uh, standpoint because mm. that that what I'm watching is, is, is as as bad as it might may seem because if she's completely 100% genuine then my bad I'll, I'll say that my bad but it's also the fact that you saying oh you're going to be left alone you're going to have a quiet life and I understand you need money to, mm. to live a life but then doing an Oprah interview then doing a six part Netflix thing <laughs> it just starts to get disenchanted so I, think, as well. I think we should allow for the fact that you gotta do what you gotta do to eat. Yeah, family. Exactly. I'm doing a documentary on my family if it's giving me 150. Yeah, if they fuck me over, I'm, yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing one every year for five years. That's though. true. Yeah. I think people hammer on that point too much now. Mm. I think we're past that point. People, yeah, like, it's not that deep sometimes. No, no but then they also can't continue saying that point. That's what I'm saying. Well, if, have they continued if, saying that point? Oh yeah. The, yeah in in, in the Oprah interview, they were banging on about how they just want. But the, the yeah, yeah, the situation changed. The situation has changed. But I'm saying, if I hear another thing of them saying, like now, I'll be like, bro. The biggest thing was the letter, by the way. The fucking letter that got sent, the Queen and the Prince Philip told Meghan, send a letter. 
that letter then got um, intercepted and released to the media. And that is where the royals fucked them. And that's why they came with Vim. And that's why they're doing a documentary series. The letter was the crux. That is the big thing. Mm. And you need to watch the last two episodes to appreciate what that letter did. Imagine getting told to do it and it gets intercepted. Ooh, all of a sudden. They get a response back from someone who's not the dad because he, he, he addressed her and said words and yeah, the handwriting yeah, wasn't yeah, in his handwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to her, it was it was so dodgy. If I'm like, I would need to get out of that situation as well. No, I think I think it's fair to say, uh, just to conclude it. I think uh, unless anyone has any point, I do think it's fair to say that, given all the circumstances, like it's impossible for us to truly understand the what was going on. I think fair. We can all got our fi- all got our theory. There's some stuff that's you know most likely to be certain, but I think it is one of those where. It got to the point where I was watching it, obviously only the, the first four. It got to a point where I was just like, I can't even really judge a foreign opinion of it because even in my last little life over here mm. and every stuff that goes on within our family, I'm sure stuff going on with your family, to have your family, you know, be in the media from a young age of two, everything you're doing is being watched like... I don't think you can understand what that what yeah, that can do to your mental health. You, that everything. You yeah. So that's why I was just like, regardless if you like them, dislike them, or whatever, it just got to be like they've made this decision, and I would say like I don't think it makes either of them a bad person. I don't think it makes either of them a good person. Yeah. Like you just they're just doing what they think is right for themselves and their family. Mm. And for me, I think I respect that. Because it's getting to the point where people are like, oh no, this is this is that. Like, bro, you go, you go and live as Harry for two years. You go and do what, you go and experience what Megan experienced for five years or whatever, how long she's been involved with the family, and then chat. Like, for me, it's when people come with them, like, no, this is what's happened, this is the thing, I think this. It's like, bro, I'm happy to have a debate with anyone, have a discussion that we did earlier, when I was just like, there's certain stuff I don't like, I explain what I don't like, I leave it there. But when it comes to a point where you're acting like you know what you do in that situation, mm, and as you yeah. said to me, and I was like, bro, I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. Mm. So that's why I was saying, making it clear <laughs> where it's like, Bro, none of us are trying to put ourselves in that situation. Mm. We're just saying what our people have to speak on. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, I will tell you, on my life, I would never trade my life to be Harry from what I've seen in that thing or William. Maybe now, I'm not Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, would I never. agree. You just look at it and you're just like, bro, the stress, the anxiety. Like, yeah. Even now, now they they coach now though. I think they like, calm now. They're calm, but still to a certain extent where. God forbid anyone could come for them at any time. Nah, they can't though. That's They're gonna have eight security guys. No, but you know what I mean? That means that dogs have got CCTV, that, that they've got threat. all that. No, but I hear but I'm saying just being born as a prince, yeah. you have a level of it's threat long, like you're just yeah, like, it's long, yeah, it's long. Have you got any final thoughts, Tom, before I finish say my final thing? Um No, I mean like I wish them all the best in what they're actually doing and that you know, sometimes family stuff doesn't always work out. It's a bit sad that it had to be our royal family. Not that I like our royal family or anything, but they've just put themselves up to a lot of, like, public scrutiny now, which is gonna probably going to be worse than mm. what it could have been. Mm. And my whole thing just comes about the way it was handled, really. I think it could have been a behind-closed-doors type and situation. Bef- before you end it, I just want to jump on that and just think, Kyle Archie, guys, it's getting to a point where I was watching this documentary and I was just like... If the royal family serving any purpose, but that's a completely oh, always, different beautiful. Always said that. Right, these are my final comments. Number one, more women. If you're young or even a woman in general, you need to aspire to be like more like Megan because she knows her worth, she knows who she is, and she's trying to do the best she can for other people more than herself. That's that's something like I would want to get married to someone like that. Number two, 
this is directly to the royal family. I don't think I've ever seen more of a fumble of a bag than this ever. Because what Meghan was, was an opportunity to come into the 21st century, which would allow the appeasement of ethnic people from all backgrounds, right? This was Diana V2, mm -hmm. and you fumbled it again. Yeah, yeah. You, you had an opportunity to really come into the 21st century to be accepted because now what's going to happen is people are going to really digest things like this is going to happen anything the royal family do do that is questionable is going to be vilified even more and the people you backed to, to do it to Harry and Meghan the media are going to do it back to you and Meghan was the only she was the key to the door for you guys to be a part of the new world that we're entering so well done fumbling the bag I give you 20 more years we've been the off-white boys that's been the off-white <laughs> I'm going to catch you next time Peace. See.